Hello, welcome to the sixth episode of Live, Laugh, Lovecraft, a Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. Um, continuing the adventure with me tonight are... Go in reverse <laughs> height order. So I go. Lucy is the tallest. Yeah. I am playing Brogar, who is um, going to be exercising his brain in this episode, I believe. Has got some stuff to figure out. Have you got any special messages for your new American TV fans? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mention this podcast on your... Uh, um, what? Did I mention this podcast that, uh, in the TV show I recorded in September? Yeah. Um, yeah. Would have been weird. Uh, no, I, I didn't mention it. They all think I'm Irish. Um, they all think that I might believe in cryptids, which is an issue. Um, but they are also really, really up in my like follow account on Instagram and Twitter, so I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you're an American perv that likes animals that don't exist, why not follow at Lucy Eckersley? <laughs> it's, it's a weird, it's the crossover of people who like animals that don't exist and people who really, for whatever reason, really, really like goth women with bright, like, anime hair. I don't know what, what the crossover is. It's very strange. Straight men is the crossover. Speaking of straight men, Kate... <laughs> Um, my name is Kate, uh, and I play Bako, who uh, last week impressed you all with my acid moves. Uh, everyone was genuinely stunned uh, with that one, and I walked away being a little either complimented or unoffended, but definitely confused. Um, and uh, in real life, I play Kate Hunter, and I'm a writer, an actor, and an educator. Kate, um, writer, actor, educator, are they in order of how much of them you do, how much money you make from them, or how much you like them? No, they, they, they were in no no logical order, but I can put them in a different order. It's your call. Well, it's your yeah. segment. We all know, we all know how long at this work. point. But, but I think, uh, let's go, let's, I'd say, um, if, I, if I do money, we'll go <clears throat> educator, writer, actor. Unsurprisingly, to probably to everyone, you're yeah. <laughs> making money from writing. Uh, someone else who makes money, yeah, the pound hey. from from words. There is Zoe. Well, hopefully one day. But <laughs> that's just pause for that link. <laughs> like the one show level of links going on here. I will keep this as short as I am and say my name is Zoe, hey. and I'm playing Ivy, who's a druid tiefling, who's. Uh, Ready to get started. And, and then back up to the, the tallest person here. It's Steve. Uh, hello, I'm Steve Cross. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Perfect. The rest will become obvious. Yeah. If you hear this voice, oh, this voice. That's me. Mm. Yeah, I'm Sam and I, I'm Games Master. I'm so tired. But what I do know is that last time we got together around the, the this table in the sky made from ones and zeros, our party attended a festival, the Festival of the Red Moon. And they consumed oh, yeah. delicious food and they, yeah, yeah. they drank and they watched a parade with, with their new friend, Dorador the Dusty. And then as the parade continued, children started screaming and, and dying and being murdered. And so our party took it upon themselves to chase down... <laughs> the beasts which may have played a role in this into the sewers and just as I mean, we you left say off, may they, they kind of we did we did see it yeah <sighs> you know your eyes may be deceiving you i can retcon whatever i want here this is my world you are but pawns in it um yeah most importantly at the end of last session 
Lucy decided that she wanted to split the party. Lucy before, decided no such thing, broke up. Before, before <laughs> there was obviously going to be a fight. And now we've put ourselves in a situation where half the party are in combat and the tank isn't. <laughs> are, you, are you counting that as like half by metric volume? Because there's yeah. three of us in the fight and one yeah. person behind the door. And I, I, I might not be a mathematician, but... I can work I'm, out that I'm that's assuming, not hard. So there used I, to be this theory that Dungeons and Dragons characters are like a representation of yourself, or at least how you mm, see yourself. Mm. And therefore, I'm assuming that, well, Snookums is very small. We know that. Um, and I'm, you know, Kate and Lucy, as we established earlier, are your characters the same height as you? And if so, then yeah, by metric volume or by height alone, Brogar yeah. is very much shoulders above you all well as a, this is as a thing. small person i can guarantee that small people do not necessarily see themselves as less than other people <laughs> i never said anything to that effect you, you really did <laughs> i will not have you throw around these baseless accusations i think it's terrible all these people who just bring a whole load of non-essential mass to the dungeons and dragons <laughs> Game, you know? you know, this is the thing. Like the way that there is that idea that particularly the first D and D character that you make is you. Um, I do think probably my first one ever was. But Brogar is very much a representation of the fact that I have been six foot since I was thirteen. Um, and Ooh. as yeah, wow. as a lanky and gangly woman. I've spent my entire life um, trying to fit into tiny, tiny spaces and make myself as small as possible and not be in anyone's way. And I'm sick of it. I'm absolutely sick of it. So Brogar is seven foot and 350 pounds. So Lucy, given that you're um, a tall person from uh, the Manchester area, have you ever described yourself as a lanky lanky? (laughs) (laughs) I am technically from Lancashire as well. Thank you. Wait, what are we supposed to be what doing, Sam? Doing? Okay. Oh, I'm, am I fighting someone? I'm ready so, to fight. So, as I said, we've split I, I'm the party. Not. <laughs> um, we record these when I'm so tired, I always forget what's happened. So I'm really excited to find out that I'm in the bit of the party having the I, fight. I had a bit of a panic earlier because Sam messaged me being like, seeing as we've split the party, and I was like, have I blacked out and missed an episode? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I went to pat the dog. Exactly. It, so, it jumped at you. So, so Baco oh. pat the dog. Uh, Brogar decided he wanted to go through a door. Brogar went through the door, shut the door behind him, leaving the three three other members of the party in this room with the two angry dogs, which were obviously angry. Baco decided to go and stroke them, but rolled fairly low on an animal handling save. Um, and so uh, here we are. These two dogs have now attacked Baco. Um, and I would like the three of you, Bacco, Ivy, and Snookums, to please roll me initiative. And I'll now tighten the ship. Um, in the meantime, and as you do this, Brogar, so you just walk through this door and shut it behind you. And this room, as we said, is, is just full of <clears throat> shelves covered in paperwork. Okay, Excellent. Um, My forte. Your forte. Words. Uh, it's, it's incredibly musty. Um, and just yeah, smells like old books in, and sort of mold, but not overpoweringly so. Um I've been in a London flat. I know that. I know the type. (laughs) It's just cloying. Um, So I'm actually doing as good a job selling this to you as a London estate agent. But as you walk (laughs) forwards, uh, you can hear glass crunch under your feet momentarily. Um, Initiative rolls, please, everyone. I should probably get somewhere to write this down. Sorry. 
because you, I had to close down all my tabs when we started. Um, I'm just trying to refine the page, but I've ended up on a restaurant's menu page. So give me just one. Roll, roll for anchovies instead. <laughs> <laughs> I've managed to open a re- my read-only character sheet because I had to close it down. So I'm trying to make it actually let me do. I'm trying to make yeah, time okay. it. You thought we were technologically challenged when we couldn't get into the thing, but no, no, no. We can't open a web page. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have had we have had 20 minutes this session. So far, uh, Sam, what, what with you? I rolled a one <laughs> plus oh, no. two. That's three. That's three. Thank you. Thank I you. have rolled uh, a twenty plus one. Jesus, I have a twenty-one initiative. Uh, Bako, um, I'm going to assume you're somewhere between three and twenty-one. Have rolled <laughs> a eight. Yep. Hey. Okay, and I will now roll for these two friends. So that was a 12 and a 3. Uh, and we'll let Sneakums go first because he's a player character. These these animals, because they have surprised Bako, get a free turn prior to the rotation of all your turns. Okay. So, um, as I said, their mandibles splay open and they launch themselves towards Bako. <clears throat> uh, both with the intention of biting you. Okay, so I'm going to roll to hit. That's 11 and 18. Do either of those hit? You're looking at the thing that's next to your initiative? It's got a shield. Oh, I've got 10. <laughs> 10, they both hit. Okay, I now need to roll two D6s. I could just, I could hear Kate's brain going, I don't know, do, do they hit? I don't want them to. <laughs> you missed the bit where I was like, is he talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they did a three plus one and a one plus one, which is six. So that's six damage. Okay, so Ivy, can oh. I can I shout something first? You can a... absolutely shout something. Okay, I'm gonna shout to them to cover their ears, and Reaction. then I'm gonna use I was gonna use Thaumaturgy to screech loudly, hoping that the dogs will be so overwhelmed by the sound. Um. Okay, Sam, so, I cover my ears. You cover your ears. Bako <laughs> hasn't yet. So you're going to attack past Thaumaturgy. You can try and intimidate the animals. I'll give you that. And, and if you succeed, then they will say they get disadvantage. So if you, you've casted Thaumaturgy. Not amazingly. Uh, I have a total of nine. A nine. Um, well, you know, these guys are hardly intelligent. So I will, you know what, I will, I will give you that. Um, these dogs will not have disadvantage on their next turn if they target you because they're afraid of you. They see, uh, you know, that you're the one making this noise. At this moment in time, Brogar, you've got the door shut behind you, but you mm-hmm. hear this, sh- you hear a very loud shout coming mm, from behind like the door. Like a screech. Like a screech. Um, oh, interesting. So th- this dog... Um, has, has recoiled at you just screaming uh, and resultantly is now going to begin to focus on you but is somewhat disorientated and a little bit afraid. Uh, so I'm going to roll to hit. That's a 19. Uh-uh. So I assume that hits. Is this me you're talking to? Or you That's you. To sorry, sorry, I should have specified Ivy. I'm behind the door. Uh, i got yeah. nothing to do with that. Well, this. I was confused, but uh, no, I have, a, I have a 12 Apologies. armor. Cool, that hits. Uh, and... That is a two plus one. Can you make a constitution saving throw for me, please? Uh-oh. 
Oh, actually, to be fair, you did you did you want to take another action on your turn as well? Uh, yes. Why not? Because <laughs> uh, I, I just realised you took a free action, and then I moved on, and you actually <laughs> taken an action. Apologies. Uh, we will. I'll start you in straight after. So you rolled a six, yeah? Yeah. Well, my constitution so, saving. Um, so after these these dogs had launched themselves at Bako, taking some you know fairly hearty bites out of the poor satyr, they turn to you as you after you scream at them. Um, one of them, it, its mandibles splay open and it spits a gob of whatever the substance they've been dribbling around here is uh, directly at you. Um, on the basis you failed your constitu- on constitution saving throw, uh, I need to roll a d4. Open the magic box of die. <laughs> uh, every turn for the next two turns, you're going to take two poison damage. <gasps> oh my god, you're going to die. So, so not now. Basically, at the start of your next turn, oh. you're going to take that. Okay. Um, yes, Ivy, you can now take your real action because I forgot about you. <laughs> um, I am going to uh use the shillelagh to make my stick very very good at whacking things because i feel like i'm gonna need to do that okay so that's a bonus action so you now now your your stick what lights up in its standard shillelagh flare you look a little bit like darth maul but you know slightly more demonic and equally cool would you like to take a real action i'd like i'd like to they're near me now right because they've they're Uh, they're still near bako so bako is near that that pool of filth in the center of the room uh both you and snookums are nearer the entrance to the room but you know we're talking like 10 15 feet you can get to the minute and then attack or do i i'm gonna i'm gonna go and defend you know i don't really want to hit them but um they're, they're eating bako and I did not like being spat at with this disgusting crap. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to go and, and try and whack the one that spat at me. Okie dokie. Uh, yep. So can you please roll to hit? Uh, 14 and 4. It's an 18. Uh, that's an absolute hit. And your damage, please. Uh, as a 7. Cool. Uh, your your quarterstaff, imbued with the power of nature, crashes down upon this creature Um it recoils, clearly having made a very poor choice to target you. Um, just just for clarity, Brogar, having heard that noise, mm-hmm. did you respond to it in any way? Or are you just you're busying yourself? Um, if, if you're just I, busying yourself, I'll come back around to you in, in a sec. I kind of did the thing where you like shake your head and you're like, was that, was that me? Did I do that? I look at the glass under my foot. Have I released something? I'm not sure what's going on here. I'm going to be useless and just look at this paper for a second. Okay. Uh, so you've walked towards this shelf and you're beginning to rifle your way through the paper. Snookums. Hello. I'd like to do two things. The first thing is, as a bonus action, I'm going to ask, cast Healing Word on Bako. Okay. So Healing Word... Sorry, I'll talk into my microphone. Healing Word will heal Bako for... 1d4 plus 4. Wow, okay. So roll that d4, please. It's a 1. That's 5. 5. So so I can add 5 to my thing? Yeah, you add 5 to my thing. And is it it Ivy that's making um, poison saving throws? Yes. So in that case, I'm going to cast Bless 
on all three of my friends. Hmm. So that all of my friends now add one d4 on every attack roll and saving throw Damn. for the next uh, ten rounds. Nice. Rogarth suddenly feels stronger than he was before. <laughs> yeah. Unsure of what's happening. Perhaps this is what happens to people who take the time to read and learn and study Brogan. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, knows? I feel like I'm being enlightened. <laughs> uh, watching um, this small green creature um, doing, you know, making a, a fuss, saying some words, doing some things. The other one of these dogs uh, turns towards Snookums, momentarily distracted from, from Bako, and begins to charge towards you. I shout, come at me, you filthy bag of shit. Does a 12 hit? <laughs> no, my AC's 17. I'm a cleric. <gasps> Jesus. Uh, it, charges, it charges towards you, launches itself at you, and you deftly deflect it using your walk. Yeah. It's now behind you, me. somewhat disorientated. Um, I shout, I've got a good friend who would serve you. No, I don't do it in that voice. That's chagrin. <laughs> Snookum's voice. I've got a good friend that would serve you fricassee with onions. Um, so, to quickly jump to Brogan. Oh, yeah. As you're uh, digging through these papers, you're finding scientific articles uh, mm. and, and just general journal entries from hundreds of years ago and they seem to not necessarily be piled with any particular order but as you're going through you are finding people's notes on on casting inhumane magics charms uh, producing mm-hmm. potions um mm. transfiguration how to manipulate the programs which like produce normal creatures mm-hmm. eventually so, at, at the I bottom of this pile you can you find a small box in the middle of all of these papers, um, it's black on the outside and has a tiny little golden lock on the front of it. <gasps> Smash it. Uh, can you roll me a strength check, please? <laughs> Smash it open. Um, that is a 12. How would you like to break it open? Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to do it like when, you know... Um, Teenage lads trying to open a beer bottle on the side of a really fancy marble counter. Um, I'm, I'm pulling one of them. So you just grab it. And you're just smacking this lock on the side of the shelf. Yeah, like I really. What I'm doing is I'm like pouring through the notes the way that I've seen people do, like like looking down them from side to side and and shaking my head and moving along. And then I find this this tiny little box and I pick it up, definitely tiny between my tiny little claws and then i bash it against the side (laughs) as you you bash it again and again and again eventually this small dainty golden lock uh cracks open and falls to the floor um ivy what would you like to do next uh okay so there's a disorientated dog creature behind snookums behind snookums and there's one in front of you so still near bako but and what's yeah? I know I've hit the one that's in front of me. What state is that one in? Uh, it's it's looking fairly beaten up. It's just panting very heavily. Uh, I so I turn to this dog thing at my feet and I try this tactic that hasn't been working terribly well. But in deep speech, I go sit. <laughs> um, can you roll me a 
persuasion check, please. <laughs> and so this counts as a free action. So you can still have an action. And I'm going to clarify that now so I don't accidentally move on and forget about you. I have a 16. You have a 16. Uh, the dog puts its hind legs down uh, and, and looks up at you yes. for a few seconds. And then suddenly it begins to snarl and its, its face starts to twitch. Um, but then... It sits again calmly, and it, it continues to do this for the duration of your turn. What action would you like to take? Well, it looks to me like it's sort of in two minds about something. Bash it on the head. I, I don't really want to bash something that's this... Uh, bash it on the head. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't want to just kill the thing. Uh, <laughs> Rules, uh-huh. rules wise, you can if you use blunt rather than sharp damage. So, for example, hitting something rather than cutting it, non-lethal. you can do non-lethal damage. Yeah, <laughs> so you can it on the head. I will. Bad dog. <laughs> I was going to reinforce the wrong lessons of Drift. It really is. One hundred percent. It obeys you, and then you crack its skull. Not yeah. good dog yeah. training. No, can confirm. <laughs> uh, I, I really don't want to hit it. Have you got rope or something? What are you going to do? <laughs> I just, I'm going to have to hit it, aren't I? Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I don't have. I don't have. We, rope. we. It's okay. We know that you, Zoe, are not an animal abuser. It's, you can hit the imaginary it. dog. <laughs> it's not me. It's I, I. Ivy doesn't really just want to kill things just because they look a bit weird. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. Bash it. <laughs> Didn't it poison you? It, it has poisoned me, yes. So you're not really killing it for its looks at this point. <laughs> I regretfully whack the dog again with my club. Okay. Nice. Can you please roll to hit? And my reluctance clearly shows as, as I roll a six. Uh, you really hoping you crit it then. <laughs> you go to try and strike it. Um... As you do so, you can feel where it gobbed on you. It's beginning to get warmer as this liquid is chewing its way through. What are you wearing? Uh, don't ask. <laughs> uh, according to the stat sheet, light, uh, like standard clothes, but I, I can give you a full wardrobe breakdown if you like. Uh, just, just whatever you are wearing on your top half, on like your, your like center of mass <laughs> the rest to the imagination <laughs> i have a waistcoat and a shirt a waistcoat and a shirt and is that waistcoat made of leather, leather. or okay so th- this liquid begins to chew its way through the leather and is now in contact with your skin it's beginning to burn at your skin as it sort of starts to form pustules and, and bubble you take two poison damage gross um Next is that creature which tried to spit at you, which you just attempted to hit. It's sitting in front of you. Um, it's got disadvantage. Three. Uh, so uh, it rolled a three and an 18. That's a three. It it looks like it's going to try and bite you. It opens its mouth and then just closes it again and, uh, as if it's almost in two minds about whatever is whatever it's doing. Back Good dog. Um, nobody's in great pain or misery or anything now, are they? Well, apparently I'm being eaten alive by acid pustules, but you know. But you get, you've that, got a bonus to the saving throws that you have against all of those. She, yeah, she failed yeah. the saving throw though. So Even she, with the bonus, well, she takes the damage. 
That's the best I can do. Um, I did so the saving I'm, throw before the um, blessing happened. So. Oh, of course. Sorry about that. I, so I'm now going to um, cast a Sacred Flame. Okay. Out with one of the, whichever dog is furthest from being next to a person. Uh, so there's one that's behind you and there's one that's next to Ivy. I'm going to shoot the one behind me then. Okie dokie. Uh, and it's a DC 12 dex save. Okay. Um, that's a three plus one. That's four. So it fails. How much so damage? They do? take one D8 radiant damage. Radiant damage. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> um. do, do you want to roll that? Do you want me to roll it? Um, it's a four. It's a four. Okay. And you're leaving it at that. Yeah. That's all I can do in one go. Uh, only because I know you have anger of the small or whatever it's called. Fury, Fury. of the small. Sorry, apologies. Fury. <laughs> uh, really not not up on the small the small things today. I'm not up on. The yeah, small but things. I don't deal. It's not bigger than me. I can only do Fury of the small on. Um, it, it's like a Doberman size, and if you're three feet, okay, it's, it's your call at the end of the day. Um, no, but it has to be mechanically bigger than me. It's a medium creature. Hmm. I'm a small creature, so no, I'm not going to use my fear of the small to do one more damage to a dog. Okay. Uh, Nukem just gets out a tape measure and he's like, "Uh." (laughs) (laughs) So that was minus four. Cool. Uh, Bako? Yeah. I've been reading all the little tabs. And can I can I use can I use dancing lights, which I believe I can use up to four torch sized lights and form them into a humanoid um uh, shape to distract the dogs. Uh, yep, you can cast that as your action. You um, guys not a- attacking the thing that's trying to kill you is adorable, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there I was. I messaged Lucy. I was like, don't worry, I'll make sure combat's really quick. <laughs> you guys are like, less dancing lights. <laughs> Look, less was to make to all of their of attack rolls better. Less was a good call. Do I need to roll anything for the dancing lights? Uh, Yes, I'm going to need you to roll a deception check. Six plus five, 11. Okay. Uh, You conjure these lights and they begin to aggregate together into uh, a creature which looks much like yourself. Um, (laughs) The dog which is currently attacking Ivy is perplexed as to how there's now two backos hanging around here okay um so the next turn is the dog which was attacking steve um it's gonna try and and go for you again that's a six uh similarly my ac is still 17 how do you want to deflect it just um this time i'm not even gonna use my shield i'm just gonna use my little finger (laughs) as it as it dives at me i just use my little finger to divert its momentum away (laughs) It's now lying in a pile on the floor. I've got 14 decks, you know. I'm pretty good at that sort of thing. Mm. It's very nice. Um, Brogar, so you yeah. now have this. What's in uh, that box? We return to you. You have you have the box. You want to open it? Yep. Yes. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, as you open this box, uh, at first you notice that the inside is lined with red velvet. Um, and then sat in the centre of this box is a... Tiny person. I wish, is a silver ring uh, <gasps> depicting the skull of a dragon with, I say, jet black oh. eyes, as in it has jet 
inserted <gasps> into this ring. Oh, I so want this ring IRL. <laughs> this sounds well my type of ring. Um, excellent. Skull, black, dragon, yeah, just about. <laughs> um, can I take it out of the box? You take it out of the box, it's now in your hand. <clears throat> I would like to put it on my hand. Does it fit? Uh, yep. Which finger do you want to put it on? Um, my mm, ring finger that doesn't denote uh, being married in this world. So, 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 are you saying the right one, which doesn't depict it in the world we're in, or the left yeah, one, sure. but in the world we're in, it doesn't mean you're married in their world? <laughs> yeah, sure. Wh- you're whichever, not, you're not whichever works. Man. Okay. Uh, uh, you, do you... I? As soon as I put it on, do I turn invisible? You slide the ring onto your finger and suddenly you see nothing. The whole room fills with a black smoke. The smoke sort of emanates out from the eyes of the dragon and begins to oh, fill the room cool. rapidly. This yeah. black smoke has like small silvery slither- slithers of silver in it uh, that are twinkling um, in the very limited light that's entering into the room through the cracks in the door behind you and the door that was up the stairs in front of you. Now to Ivy. I think Ivy's going to reluctantly try to put this dog out of its misery because she's decided that prolonging the inevitable is just going to upset her. So, um, sort of teary-eyed, she swings the club down at this this poor, confused dog creature at her feet. And that is a... Ten. That's ten, including modifiers. Yes, it was a six with a four. That is unfortunately a miss. Uh, this time you do attempt to strike it, but you miss, distracted by Bacco's illusion. Uh, that dog is then distracted by the illusion itself. It, it begins to turn around and flail uh, and eventually attempts to spit at the illusion. And that is a five. It misses and the the globule of liquid from within its mouth uh, flies across the room and strikes the door at the back of the room. It goes into the darkness for all of you, uh, but Brogar, you hear a thud on the door and then a, a quiet, faint hissing. Um, Bako. <laughs> cool. So one dog is distracted by my lights and yep. the other one is going for for, for Schnookums? It's, it's being wing-chonged by Schnookums, yeah. <laughs> um... Can I? Can I? Oh, I, I don't want to hurt the dog either. Now we've really personified the dog. I think we've now brutalised the dogs to the point it would be crueler not to kill them. Yeah. Could we not use? Could, no. Okay, no. Fine. Still a post hoc rationalisation zone. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm going to chuck some darts at the dogs. Okay. What the? Haven't you got a big weapon? <laughs> I don't know if I do actually. I feel like you've got a, a weapon. <laughs> Um, well, I've got a dagger, but I don't want to get that close because they're all slobbery. It's next to you, but... <laughs> okay. I know a minute ago I wanted to have not the acid. Um, yeah, darts. Darts on dogs. Okay, uh, you, can you rotate, please? Yeah. Roll which? Um, which one are you it's rolling to? I'm going to go for the one that's distracted by the lights. Okay, uh, please so... don't critically miss and kill me. That's the hit slash DC box. It's a six. It's a six. No. That misses. You throw the darts at the floor next oh. to this creature. Um, Snookum, please do something. 
run through the scene for me, DM. So we've still got two dogs. They're still alive. My friends are flowing. Like, sorry, my friends are throwing like random bits of cutlery <laughs> and distraction spells at them. Yep. Uh, and then there's there's another dog next to you, which you've managed to to heat up a little bit um, and have been throwing around as like some sort of kung fu master. Yeah. Uh, but- so I'm going to pull out my large chef's knife now yeah. and just fucking oh hit the dog nearest me. Okay. That's uh, can you roll tip, please? Uh, I sure can, mate. It's Thanks, pal. 10 plus 2 is a 12. It's a hit. Beauty. It does 1d6 plus 2. That's 4. Piercing uh, damage. 4 piercing damage. Uh, you, you know, how do you want to do this? Well, the thing is, I'm going to look at it. And in my mind, when I look at an animal like this, obviously the different cuts of meat that it's made up of are kind of drawn on it, Robocop targeting style. And I'm going to aim in between the short rib and the loin steak and just give it a quick old stab. Okay. You drive your, your chef's knife, your unused, as your unused chef's knife into this creature, um, slicing off a, a perfectly tender cut of meat the animal wails out and just collapses on the floor um it's dead thank you i've gone against the word of my goddess in that i've caused death but i've gone in favor of the word of my goddess in that i've made a stake (laughs) (laughs) so Um, i'm hoping that she won't be too offended Brogar. So the current situation you're in is you're in this room full of papers. You can't see very much. You can only see a few Your feet in front of you. The only person doing any damage, <laughs> anything. I did some earlier. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, the, the room is yeah, it's full of all this black smoke with these small little sivers of what appear to be silvery metal. Um, and you've just heard a well. Okay, first of all, you heard a scream from outside. Um, I thought it was best to ignore that. It was best to ignore that. And then you heard something smack up against the wall. And over the last few seconds, it's just been hissing. The door behind you is sort of hissing. There's a a smell like like rotten eggs in the room you're in now. And it's dark. It's, yeah, magically so. So I'm getting flashbacks to something that something that happened um and so that makes me a little a little bit stressed i'm like i don't i don't really fancy uh, going through all that again pull off the ring you pull off the ring as you place your fingers on the ring all of that smoke in the room begins to suck back in towards these jet black eyes of the ring you remove it the ring is now in your hand and you can see in this room again i am very excited by this apparent instant darkness ring that i've got going on but saddened by the fact that most likely when i wear it and look cool nobody will be able to see me um uh, but because of that i decide that i want to go and show my friends okay uh you walk towards the door and mm-hmm. as you open the door before mm-hmm. you you can currently see at this point in time two copies of Bacco, one of which is glowing and there is a dog currently trying to attack that, okay? You can see that Ivy has just smacked the ground with her staff. And then over by Snookums, who's standing on his own, uh, there's a, a dead animal, and he's holding a, a fillet knife in one hand and what looks like a very tender, tasty-looking steak in the other one. 
So I, I've got the ring in one hand, I've kind of got the door hurled open in the other. I survey the situation and uh, close the door again. Behind you? Or are you still in the room? Uh, as in you're, room. you're still in the paper room. You, <laughs> you place your hand upon the door, turn it, and like, shut it on oh. your friends. I'm like, oh shit, that walked into something there. I'll just give them a few minutes. Okay, Ivy, what would you like to do? Um... I, 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 well, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit surprised to hear the, uh, see this door sort of open and close, but, um, oh, you, saw, guess, you saw Rogar like walk a couple of steps out and then just go backwards. I guess, I guess there's nothing else for it, but to finish this. And so I, I bring my quarter stuff up and take what I'm sure will be a mighty sweep at this remaining Good dog friend. creature. Let's oh see God. what happens. It's a two with a four. It's a six. I'm absolutely... I'm so distressed. I'd be so distressed at having seen Progar turn his back on them that that she misses wildly despite her best intentions. Is this plus bless? Oh, Is bless yeah, you, affecting? you can use bless. Oh, so I should have had modifiers on the last few. You, you can. Well. well, I think. How many times can you use bless, Steve? Do you have a note there? Otherwise, well, I'll if I if I cast bless on them, then every attack roll and saving throw has bless on it for the ten rounds after I cast it. Mm. It's pretty good for a level one spell. It is actually well good. Well, so what okay. is what is that? A rolling a d four. So you can now add a d four to that six. Adding a three. Uh, okay, that's a nine. So uh, unfortunately, you still you still miss. I just um, want to say that when I rolled a ten, I probably would have got above the threshold if I'd rolled another dice. As I've said before, uh, it's it's your responsibility to keep track of effects which are <sighs> which are on you. Um, wow. I look after the animals. You look after yourselves. Um, at this point in time, you can feel that liquid uh, beginning to to spread across your skin. It's burning, itchy, and really, really painful. Um, however, the hissing, the fizzing stops. Um, that's another two poison yeah. damage. Uh, it, it turns to you, having just tried, you just tried to hit it, and uh, it rolls a 20. Oh, good. Natural. Uh, I will quickly pull out a d6. As we said before, uh, whenever we roll a... Natural 20, we just double the damage we deal. Oh, Natural good. Modifier. I'm totally uh, not going to die. Four times two plus two, which is ten. Oh, good. I have one health point left. <laughs> uh, Do you want to, like, scream or anything? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it turns to you, clamps its its jaws, which split uh, around you as, as much as it can, uh, and you feel a shooting pain in sort of the centre of your stomach, um, almost like you've just been stabbed. Um, that then subsides, and you are in agony. You keel over, uh, you're on your knees, and you scream out. What do you want to scream? You don't need to necessarily scream it. You can just say it. <laughs> or I'll just remove my headphones. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm just screaming. You scream. There's a killer that might help. Brogar, get in here! <laughs> Suddenly, Brogar hears, hears that his friend, his friend that he cares a lot about because she helped out, is, is, actually, is actually in danger. He did not realise this. He thought that they were just having a bit of fun. Um, can he come back out the door? 
Brogar, you rush out of the door. Oh, excellent. Can I join the initiative order? Uh, I will let you take a turn and then you can roll initiative. Fantastic. All so you, right. you can close the distance in a turn and take an action. You can, be like, you can close the door behind you. Um, <laughs> um, no, I close the distance. I uh, come into the one that has just bitten my friend. I've got pure fury in my eyes. I have got fury because I now understand that they, these animals are hurting my friends or this this one remaining animal is hurting my friends. Um, but also because I was previously unaware of this situation. Now I, I can feel a bit stupid, really. Um, so all of that is culminating in me hitting this this dog thing with my great club, if that's okay. all right. Can you please roll to hit? Yes. How the sod do you roll to hit a thing now? <laughs> something about a box click on a box it's a d20 plus 5 it's a d20 plus 5 hang on no there it is there it is no it isn't (laughs) there that was a 3 plus a 5 you're not blessed are you no I am I'm blessed yeah I can bless 3 of you yeah come on come on I suddenly felt enlightened so that is actually a 12. Yep, that hits. Yay! You roll for damage, please. Thank God for that, Jesus. Um, all right, so that is 1d8 plus 3. That's a 9 damage. <laughs> uh, you bring your great club down upon it. At this point in time, you can feel the ring, which is still in your other hand, begin to reverberate. Okay. Um, there is Bro, a, I doesn't know what that word means. So um, you, you can feel the ring; it, it wiggles. It does a wiggle in your hand. <laughs> um, Still not sure what it means. Your great club comes down upon it. There is a huge crash of, of, of like a, a dark light. Sounds really bizarre. What I mean is, there's a flash of light. A crash of a dark light. Of a dark light. I don't really know how to describe this. It's like lightning, but it's black. Okay. So like the, Amaterasu in Naruto. I've not watched Naruto, but yeah, you're probably right. For all you anime heads out there. Um, As this sort of momentary darkness subsides, there is just ash in front of you. (laughs) I am like, damn, I'm strong. I know, I know I'm strong, but I just atomize this mother. I look, I turn around to Ivy, go, did you see that? You're now all out of initiative order. Also, just to point out, Brogar ran in and essentially risky business slid in and smashed this creature. And to his knowledge, he has just atomized it. So he's feeling very cool right now. As uh, Brogar is talking about their incredible achievements, I run over to our extremely fucked party member. This is not a flawed diet. And yeah. administer a healing potion. Can you please roll that d6 or the two d6s? It's 2d4 plus 2. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, I've got a d22 and 3. So that's 5 plus 2, 7. 7. Uh, you, you feed the healing potion to IV and you feel a little bit better. Your stomach is still burning. Like you can still feel the pain um, and whatever happened to you just then as well. <clears throat> so now you are so all... What- Mechanically, what do I do to my hit points? You heal yourself seven. by seven. By seven, okay. So you just type seven and then heal. Yeah, yeah I could. Uh, just checking the Sorry. I just after what's just happened over the last <laughs> few minutes, I think it's worth establishing. He's just worried you were almost dead. 
I was almost dead. I had one oh, health point. And if it had been another turn, I would have died. Okay. No, so I've got loads more healing things left. I've used up all my spell slots, but I can still channel divinity. Oh. And administer healing potions. Oh. And, you know, I'm ready for whatever comes along. And so. I say this with nothing but friendship, but you humanised the dogs too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> or did he dog eyes the humans? Oh. Oh. I, just, I just have a fascination for unusual things. Do you know what, though? What? What is happening in this game right now? That's where I was going. On the topic of bones, there's there's currently a sack of bones, which is still covered in flesh, uh, with some fur on it. I would really like to investigate that. To to set the scene of where you are, and then you can do whatever you want. Okay, just to clarify. So, middle of this room, we've still got that that festering pool. There is a pile of of dog-shaped ash in front of Brogar. In, in In the back of this room, you've got that that door that Brogar's just come out of, although it's it's too far for any of you other guys to see it. Um, back towards that door, there's patches of, like, almost hay is probably the best way to, like, dried plant matter um, and fur and, and, and just mud. And then next to Steve is this slightly charred uh, creature which is is missing a, a chunk of its, of its abdomen, which has been turned into a, a lovely... Buttery steak. Plus chard. Plus chard. Pre-cooked. Um, so, Brogar, what did you want to do? I was going to... Um, I was referring to the vegetable chard that you may serve with a steak. Um, I I wanted to pick Ivy up um, by the back of her waistcoat, a kind of like dust her off a little bit. She's got a bit of dog ash on her. Um and I want to show her the ring that I have found and say, look at this, I found a ring with me on it. Isn't it cool? Uh, before you, Ivy, there's yeah a, a silver ring with the, when I say the skull of a dragon, I mean as in like defleshed and it's just bones. Um, and in its eye sockets are two carved pieces of jet. So I can tell it's a skull, right? You can hey, tell look, us- Ivy, it's dead me. Isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Broga, um, could you gently put me down, mm-hmm. please? I, I really, I'm not feeling 100% at the moment. Broga, to being extra gentle, because he believed he was already being gentle, um, by yanking her four foot off the ground, um, really slowly puts her to her feet. Thank you. Oh. Um, what on earth is that? Uh, Ivy's going to cast her mind back into... uh... I don't think there is a spell called her mind back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's going to use her knowledge of the arcane to see if she can remember anything about what this artifact may be. Arcana check. At this point in time, would uh, anyone else like to do anything? Well, I, I did zero right. investigations on this. Definitely with, with my modifiers, oh, yeah. I have a nineteen. Tell okay. me things. Sam, yeah. Sam you, you asked if anyone else wants to do anything. Yes. I'd actually like to use sacred flame to cook the dog steak <laughs> on the end of my knife, yep. and then I'm just going to eat it. Because I, I want to learn more about how one can, prese- can produce fine dining on the go. Because <laughs> okay. I've always, dog? I've always had a kitchen there. Well, I'm going to cook it well first. Don't worry. Because I'm not cooking it well. Remove <laughs> Well, this is. I'm just. I'm interested to know. 
I think if I'm going to be an adventurer, I've got to learn haute cuisine en pied, as it's known. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Haute cuisine okay. en foot. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Thanks yeah, for spelling it out for our stupider listeners. No, it was it was spelling it out for me, the stupid oh. listeners. That's what it meant. Yeah, yeah. well, there we go. <laughs> um, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to quickly blast it with sacred flame until I think that it's... Uh, I'm going to have it medium. I'm not going to have it raw or anything. I'm not crazy. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> slightly slightly pinkish in the middle. Um, yeah. it's, it's got a nice buttery streak through it, as in, you know, oh. like fat. Um, oh, nice. It's very creamy when it goes so in your fat. mouth. Oh yeah, good. But it, it it doesn't taste great. Like you know, mm. carnivores never normally do. No, of course. I well, I won't offer any to any of my friends because okay. that's lesson learned for me. You, you snack students. on it by yourself. That's um, lesson learned. Yeah, but but you know, it it fills your belly, and that's that's enough. Um, so you rolled a nineteen, Ivy. Good. So you look upon the ring. It's exceptionally well made. Okay, um, and. If, as you focus on it, it's as I said earlier, reverberating. It's doing a, a slight wiggle, um, but, but Ivy knows reverberation. It, it, it's like resonating <laughs> rather than reverberating. You can recognise this skull um, to be a depiction of the god Null. Oh shit! <laughs> well, I do believe this <laughs> ring. Is mm-hmm. a is is a, mm-hmm. a sort of effigy of, of the uh, the what? god Null, like what, a you uh, know, like a like a like a statue of or you know a copy of. It's oh, no, very yeah. small and it's a ring though. Well, if it was if it was full size, it wouldn't really go on your finger very well. Sort of drag your hand behind you, lugging this enormous silver oh, skull. So it's, it's very practical. Is, this is an extraordinarily confusing imagery for. <laughs> But it is small and, and fits on a ring. So what it, do you mean? It's, it's like a, it's like a tiny statue for your hand. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, tiny statue fits on my hand. Excellent, excellent. Um, but it, it's me. It's a. It, it, it's, it's null. A, it, mm-hmm. Do I? Does Ivy know anything about what that yes. might mean? So- Null is the dragon god of death and undeath. Mm, um, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> and context. Uh, He's the dragon god of context. Essentially, stories of this god are that, like, if basically if you touch him, you instantly die. Um, and but if you touch him again, do you undie? Uh, or is it just a little death if you touch him? It's just, it's just a, like, like the little ring. What if I touch a little him? <laughs> a little, it's just a little bit of death. Um, that's how much you know. There are stories about this this god, and there are cults around the shop who worship him because you know they're a bit gothy. Um, but well, <laughs> as uh, I, mean, I don't know if you can see these eyes, Brogar, mm-hmm. um, but they, they appear to be made of jet and and. Uh, I think that's sort of signifying, you know, that he is a sort of god of, of death because obviously we use jet for all our all our morning morning jewellery and, and you know, to I don't have jewellery that I change throughout the day, so I've only got day long jewellery. <laughs> no, no, no. Um this this would be this would be very long jewellery, but this this is sort of, you know, when when someone's died, you, you grieve oh. for them, you know? Oh. But yeah. I've got I've got black eyes. I it's me. It's a uh, mm, You're not I've silver, Broga. You're gold. 
it's a very it's important a distinction. It's a, it's a good point, but it's just um, a... where, where did you find it? In a lockbox in the room over there. There's loads of stuff that you should read. It, I read it, um, but I feel like you should read it for yourself to really get the meaning. <laughs> <laughs> that that's probably wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but watch this though, and he puts the ring on. Okay, as you do so, the ring almost instantaneously to the ring the room almost instantaneously fills with that that thick black smoke um and all of you you can only see a few feet in front of you so you can no longer see brogar but there are these the little slivers of of silver floating in this smoke isn't that excellent can i see if i understand anything about it uh so based on your your 19 uh you you don't have any knowledge of this clearly it's magical but that's about as far as it goes um you however brogar uh can almost hear whispering mm. uh, it's just like what no one what else that? Just you. speak up i didn't say anything Sam, Sato, did um, you say anything yes newcombs sam am i enveloped in darkness you're enveloped in darkness eating a steak can i um <laughs> like cast... posh bougie restaurants in london <laughs> Can I cast light on my uh, short sword so that it lights up? Uh, Okay, as you cast light, uh, the light so spreads out from your sword. Uh, You can't see much through the smoke, but you can see all of those like slivers of of whatever it is. uh, They are all around you. It's it's almost like a cloud of of the dust. I was mainly casting it to make sure that I don't accidentally jab myself with the end of my sword (laughs) while I eat the steak off the end of my... uh, it's a chef's knife. Sorry, mechanically, it's a short sword. Yeah, I just, I didn't. That was why. I just don't want to okay. stab myself That's in the right, face. Yeah. And can I ask what's happened to my light person? Uh, your light person should still uh, just standing in the smoke, <laughs> shrugging. Um, do they have their own autonomy? Uh, no. So you can control oh. them and move them into any position within sixty feet away from you. Hey, hey, <laughs> any position, hey. Hey. Um, well, it's good uh, that they don't have autonomy. Then it gets weird. <laughs> yeah, because up um, till now it's all been completely normal. <laughs> are they like? Are they um, providing any more ability to see for anyone, or are they no, just? They're, they're, it's a like a magical cloud, essentially, that you're in, rather than it just being dark. Right? Can I say to Brogar, mate, what happens when you take it off? Oh, see, even better. Takes it off. All of the smoke just sucks back into the ring's eyes. It's like a mini bottle of infinite darkness and horror. It, I love it. You know what? Mate, I Bro. think we can make some money out of this one. <laughs> uh, thinking like a ghost, we probably don't have trains. Ghost, the horse ride experience, immersive, you know, the whole shebang when you said you had some like business ideas you wanted to share with lucy and brogar last session i I didn't realize you wanted to set up a ghost ride in a theme park Uh, i believe there's a festival going on as far as i'm concerned that's just a like real standard part of any um fate type gathering From the original route you came from, uh, you can hear voices like shouting um, and feet, as in human feet, padding. Can I quickly go pick up my darts and put them back in my pocket because I'm cheap and I don't want to have to buy more? 
Yep. And can I put my lights away? Yep, you put your lights away and grab Quickly your guns. people come. Broga, mm-hmm. I would keep that very safe if I were you. Broga, uh, put it sounds- on his finger. Not on your finger, Broga. <laughs> Somewhere else. Oh, room is, uh, is now dark again. <laughs> Now, now you can hear screaming, not screaming, but they're shouting. What the bloody hell's gone on? So, what, what was that, Ivy? I, 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 take, take it off, Broger, please. I, I, it might not be infinite. You wouldn't want to waste it now, would you? Oh, oh, good, good point, good point. Takes it off. You can now see again. Ah, uh, Broger's just did. holding it, looking at Ivy, being like, mm-hmm. <laughs> What, what the, can we hear the voices, from the... the voices are getting louder and closer. Can we hear anything they're saying or, or the tone uh, of, like, if they're no, angry or scared? They or... sound angry. Or, or rather, f- like, forceful, rather than, like, being irate. It's just like, you know, on a mission. Um, and now, uh, coming from that tunnel, you can see a very faint um, yellowish glow on the walls. Brogar starts like um, like surreptitiously sweeping the pile of dog-shaped ash into a pile of non-dog-shaped ash. Now, mate, don't do that. We want to keep the evidence. We don't want to be accused of nothing. <laughs> just putting it out there, just saying. Sometimes it happens, you know. He starts to try and draw another dog in the ash. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, make ourselves scarce and uh, pop through that, that door back there. Oh yeah, there's papers and stuff. Honestly, I think it's it's a good read. Yeah, let's let's maybe not be here when the mob with pitchforks arrives. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. A universal Shokum's decision. Going to him. Shokum's. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, Shokum's, I, I'm sure that steak was delicious, but there appears to be an angry mob arriving, and we were thinking we might just uh, head off through that door and avoid being skewered. I mean, I don't feel this really a matter for discussion, is it? I'm, um, my, my God has very little to say on the subject of angry mobs other than uh, don't, don't get killed by them. Excellent. Let's be off. OK, uh, you will hurriedly make your way... Sorry, friends, I was distracted. I was wondering whether a... Um, Explain on the other side of the door. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm saying this as we go, you know. OK, OK. I was thinking, what marinade might improve this demon dog to make it more palatable to gentler races? Ash. <laughs> At that point, is, is, Brogar, is Brogar picking up a, a small handful <laughs> of dog ash as you dart across the room to the door? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay, so you, you get through this. You get to the door, you open it with ease, pass through, shut it behind you. As you're shutting it, you can see uh, turning the corner, um, as in coming into the room, uh, a group of well-armoured individuals. There's five of these people uh, with the Angleveld crest emblazoned upon their chest plates. It's you- the police! It's the police! <laughs> you-, you shut the door, and now you're all stood in this room full of shelves and papers. Um, why as- are we? Why are we running away from the police? We haven't done anything wrong. They the police are. Yeah, the police are, are not always the most rational about appointing blame to people who don't look like humans. Uh, sorry, I didn't realise they were American police. <laughs> <laughs> American, Australian. Plenty of them are bad. <laughs> <laughs> has okay. the gob of acid gone through the door it's still it's still fizzing and hissing um yeah 
Is there a peephole? There's not a peephole. But if you recall, there is a, a keyhole that you peeped <gasps> oh, through yeah. earlier. Yes. Can I hunker down and check out the keyhole whilst essentially keeping the door closed for these guys to check out the papers that I've already read and understood? Okay. As you lean down to look out the peephole, uh, you yeah, you can see the four of them. They are perplexed as to what has gone on here. Um, and seeing one of these creatures, you hear them tell, oh, there's a bloody another one they walk over to it give it a bit of a kick notice it's dead um one of them drags it off down they tried uh, the corridor. to kick it without knowing it was dead um and then they begin to look around the room to see if there's anything in there or any evidence they of notice what's the cartoon dog made out of ash on the floor um <laughs> if if i if i roll a d20 uh, it's a 13 yeah so uh, one of them then walks uh, w- walking around the room uh, notices a a small uh, sketch on the ground uh, reminiscent of uh, something that a child would draw uh, he turns and goes hey hey tom um you do this um the rest of you as i've said you are you're in this room and there's tons of paperwork on all of these shelves. Did you want to have a look or are you, are you just going to trust that Probar's read it all? Yeah, I'll have a okay. look too. Uh, on all of these pieces of paper, you notice at the top uh, that there it, it's got a, a stamp. This is uh, the Faculty of Unnatural Sciences. Um, <clears throat> and once again, as I was saying, there's sort of papers about um, magics like designed to manipulate the will of people and charm them, um, production of potions, truth serums, um, and like transfiguration potions and um then you you get to a pile which is just notes on like the development of each of the the like different <clears throat> species found around this area um and and what might perhaps cause them to be a bit different from each other and then uh, you see the lock box and uh the the broken golden lock on the on the floor i'm gonna pick up the lock Okay, you pick up the lock. Uh, as you do so, uh, Bako, you notice, or rather, sorry, Brogar, you're by the door. Uh, you notice mm-hmm. on the back of the door, there's a, a small, uh, there's a piece of paper, a note that's been stuck to the door um, using a, a small pin um, that lists uh, a, a routine to take care of a, a small pack of stray dogs which have taken up residence in the sewers past the this access door uh, it says about feeding them every day and trying to socialize with them um in order to help them get used to people so they can find a new home for them uh, and, and then it's signed at the bottom by uh professor jr millicent <clears throat> brogar just eyes this up and sh- puts it in his pocket without telling anyone <laughs> Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, and then back as you're looking around, uh, you notice that that broken glass uh, I mentioned to Brogar earlier uh, under your foot. And as you look at it, um, can you roll me a perception check, please? Yeah. Uh, I, I assume Snookums is just still eating some steak and having a quick nap. Well, none of this seems desperately like relevant to the overall quest of. New flavours. At, at this, Brogar hands him a, a, a handful of ash and says, <laughs> I know the what? difference between rubbish and food. <laughs> I'm a Brogar. professional chef. The world's only goblin gourmet. The goblin in gourmet. That's me. Uh, 15, by the way. 15. Uh, this, 15 this pile of glass, uh, you can see, appears to be 
or have been a bell jar? Oh dear. <laughs> I wonder Do what I... that could be. Okay. Uh, at this point in time, Brogar, you notice that the uh, the group of people outside appears to be coming towards this door with the intention of uh, having a look what's going on inside. Uh, awesome, awesome. Can I see a key anywhere? You can try and roll a, a very quick investigation check right, in the five yeah, seconds be... you have until they're at the door. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hang on. Investigation, investigation. I am also, at this point, stood... I'm stood back up straight. I've got my foot along the door. There is no chance they're opening that, but I'm also going to look for a key. Uh, I'm going to look. I get a minus one to investigation. That's a 10. Are you going to tell us what you're doing? You find no key. Um, Okay. I just, I press my back against the door. I hunker down. They're not getting in here. Uh, And you haven't explained any of this to your friends, yeah? You're just Uh, just doing this by yourself. Um, no, I say nothing. Okay. Um, so at this point, all of you inside, you can hear the handle of the door turning as someone is trying to push it open. It, it sort of shifts slightly, but there's obviously resistance on the door. Hey, Tom, door, door won't open. It won't open. But I think something's blocking it on the other side. Oh, for God's sake. And you can then hear the the sabatons of these these chaps walking towards the door and they begin to smash up against it to try and get in nobody in here <laughs> was that in character <laughs> yes okay i can hear voices there's a there's a this is out of character there's light coming up from the somewhere else in this room there's another exit is there a it's been a lovely pleasure knowing you, child friend. Um, we're all off through this other door. Could you hold that one forever? <laughs> hold the door. Go, 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 go. I'm assuming even your corpse will be large enough to block it. Exactly. Just go. Yeah, bye. <laughs> you, can you, I- yeah, can you what? Is this splitting the party between the living and dead realms? Uh, I, I was going to say... Um, can I use minor illusion through the keyhole? If you can look through the keyhole, yep. Um, so can I head over to Brogar and slightly uh, uh, squish him along a little, peek out the keyhole, and then use minor illusion to put something on the other side of the room to distract the coppers? What would distract coppers? Um, don't, don't. <laughs> can I um, create an illusion um, of a small child committing a petty crime? <laughs> yep. Um, that's absolutely fine. And I what will. What kind of roll. petty crime could they create and do on their own? Um, maybe the graffiti, yeah. <laughs> Okay, can you please describe this small child to me, and then also describe what they're what they're graffitiing? I'm on glad the wall. somebody answered the question. What what crime could a small child do on their own? Before I did, <laughs> um, uh, they are they um, they're uh, a, a small child in rags. Um, they're quite um, uh, like sooty looking, a la like uh, Oliver Twist. Okay. Kind of thing, like 
you know, Chingy's a fan of the classic movies. Uh, and then um, they're going to be, uh, well, I don't know if we've got, like, paint. Would we have paint? We would have paint, right? Yes. <laughs> Minor image. Absolutely. We've got Sweet. tungsten lights. We definitely have paint. Yeah, paint. Oh, <laughs> yep, so. Um, they've got a little paint pot and they are drawing a crass, uh, flaccid penis that says... Um, <laughs> Cops are letter R bad. Okay. Nice. Um, so the, this I thought thing. you were going to do something like put a top hat on the little dog <laughs> outline or something. Oh, I didn't think of that. This child can only be five foot cubed at most. So uh, to be fair, that's that's a child. Yeah, that. yeah. I was about to say it's a cube of child. All of you twist the Lego movie. At this point in time, um, the problem is they're not looking at it, so they haven't noticed it. Oh. You can, however, cast it again and cast a noise, and the child <laughs> is currently scraffitoing on the wall. Um, a sign of luck. In, I, um, either you do that, or Brogar's yeah. going to shout through the keyhole, What's that child doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Go for it. What, Brogar. me shout, or you, minor illusion? You shout. <laughs> what? What's that small all the twist style child doing over there? Uh, I'm I'm gonna roll a spell save for them as they they turn to look without thinking. It's a five. Uh, they turn and see this child uh, begin to charge over to him because obviously he's he's committing a heinous crime uh, <laughs> in this formerly abandoned sewer. Uh, they've darted <laughs> away from this door momentarily. Off we go. <laughs> you, you charge up up the door, up to the door, uh, and it opens easily. So you've gone up the steps. The door opens easily, and you find yourselves in a hallway. Um, ahead of you, there's a door. Off to the left of you, twenty feet away, is a very grand door. Um, and then to the right of you is uh, a desk, and sat behind it appears to be a librarian. They turn to you and open their mouth. <laughs> in here this episode of live love lovecraft was written and produced by me sam mckay it starred steve cross lucy eckersley kate hunter and zoe mcgee you can find links to all of their online stuff down in the podcast notes below the music was written by myself and additional sound effects were provided by michael gelfie and myself we hope that you have a wonderful week everyone and we'll see you next time when the adventure continues don't worry i've had i've had the rona I had that in March because I've got babies in nursery. Mm. So now I'm getting every every other virus. Yeah, it's mainly because I just liked its earlier work. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like the new stuff that's coming out of like just the UK and South Africa is pretty derivative, I'd say. Oh, the the UK variant is the worst because <laughs> it's specifically a variant aimed at a crossover market of just getting yeah. more people into it. Well, to be honest, Whereas, it seems like cultural appropriation. But to, do, do you not feel that that as much as obviously you appreciate the art as something that's special to you, but if you truly loved loved the, the, the COVID, you'd want everyone to get it, right? And therefore, no. you have no. a problem. No, I'm not like other people i'm better and more interesting than them that is really really true steve when he was doing that branding photo shoot for me for my um uh business cards we found a dead squirrel and he was like don't don't i was like i could put it in a plastic bag take it back he's like seriously don't leave it leave it alone <laughs> i did take lots of photos of you pointing at it and wailing yeah they what were do great you do with it when you take it 
<laughs> she just shoves it up her ass. <laughs> exactly. Uh, she's enrolled in a Zoom beginner's taxidermy class and um, she's, yeah. she's just getting a new hobby. Is yeah. that genuinely true? Because I'm gullible and will believe you. I, that, <laughs> that, that always reminds me of that Idiazard bit being like, um, how do you get into taxidermy? It's like, I want to fill animals with sand. I want to <laughs> stuff a, a rat with the entire Gobi Desert. Um, as a would I, I lie to you about this as well? <laughs> I think taxidermy is quite interesting, but I'm mostly into the bones. Um, and so with animals, with, with which it is legal to do it, because you have to have lots of licenses for various animals, for the obvious reasons of not going around and killing them, um, I, I collect things like roadkill and make them into skeletons. They were already skeletons. There, there is an entire um, Anna Pajanski's handmade podcast all on about bones. how I do that on bones. Yes, um, oh, well, it's very interesting. Relax. Stop the recording before we slander. <laughs> <laughs>